<laughs> Manu! And the intro's over. Are we muted? No. Oh. <laughs>of this fucking show that it, takes up hours and hours of my life every week i mean it takes up like two hours of your life every week yeah <laughs> <laughs> backpedal backpedal along with an entire room in my house and uh i mean it takes up like a fifth of your basement a fifth <laughs> i mean we like an entire room though. <laughs> well it would be an entire room but there's no walls, so this is one room. Okay. A fifth of a room, then. Yeah. Yeah. That's <sighs> no. How yeah. are you dumb fuckers tonight? Um, I'm still kind of recovering from all the smoke. Yeah. Camping was rough. Yeah. So, for those who don't know, uh, last week, uh, the show wasn't really a thing. Because literally all of us, except for one, were 600 kilometers from here. <sighs> yeah. So we were all gone to another place uh, called in West Philadelphia, born and raised. Uh, no, oh, we were okay. up. Uh, we were up by Jasper, that sort of area, about forty-five minutes north. Yeah, about forty minutes north of Jasper. Yeah, is that all it is technically? I thought Jasper was closer than that. No, Jasper is like five hours from here. Yeah. Uh it seems right. a lot closer until you have to drive there. Yeah, until you're like fuck. <laughs> so you have to drive there following a guy who's uh got a camper and a and the dog Dag. and then whoops he's i just hit the camera you, <laughs> can you not um that sticky tack is yeah, reaching critical when you're, mass when you're following a guy who's got a camper and a dog and a bunch of shit and then a bunch of other people's shit all loaded up into one truck and then is following a hyundai who decides to break very suddenly oh fuck I thought for, we were going to die. For no apparent reason. I, honest to God, thought we were going to die. <laughs> Tell story. I missed. Yeah. Well, uh, that's the thing. Lucy was in his truck. And it's just a little fucking Toyota. Like, it's not a big fucking truck. It's just a standard, everyday fucking... Yeah, it's a, I, I think it's truck. a quarter ton. I can't remember. Uh, But it's just a, t- a Toyota Tacoma, right? Yeah. yeah. Regular old, everyday fucking Toyota taco truck. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's following this Hyundai who in the middle of the ice fields just decides he's going to fucking break because there's like a parking area and And there's people standing on the side of the road. Yeah. So he's just like, I'm just going to stop on a fucking highway. That's like dead stop. Yep. And Lucy went, I have a lot of shit in my truck. No, I and I don't have trailer brakes. <laughs> so slow down, slow down, uh, slow down, slow down. Oh, God, slow down, slow down, slow down. 
And it was bad enough that pulling away, as I pulled away, I could smell burning brakes. Yeah, we couldn't smell it in the cab. In, but... in, in the uh, coming from somewhere. And I was just like, I went on the radio and I'm like, hey, guys, um, so do you smell burning brakes or is that just me? Hoping that they smell it, too, because that means it's probably not their truck and is the area. But no, they don't smell it. So it's just me picking yep. up the smell of their burnt fucking brakes. Yeah. Yeah, that was oh. not fun. So. Jesus. Yeah, it was a good weekend. Really nice and warm the first day. We went in the river. Yeah. It was cold. Very, Beautiful. Very cold. But cold. Um, It's glacier water. Yeah. So Cold yeah. as fuck. It's, it, was, it was icy fucking water. Yeah. Literally ice cold. Yeah. And, uh. Yeah, paddled around there. You know, ate hot dogs and cooked over the fire. I did nothing but eat hot dogs. Yeah. I thought thought it was funny that your food choices were hot dogs and sausages. Yeah. You brought hot dogs and sausages. Uh, Those were my... That was your food. That was my food. My entire diet consisted of strongbow, hot dogs, and Smokies, along with the shit I put on my hot dogs, like cheese and pickle and whatever the fuck else. I don't. I didn't have water once that entire fucking weekend. Oh my god! It was just strongbow. That was my entire fluid intake, <laughs> along with I think four cans of Diet Pepsi. But other yeah. than that, strongbow was my fucking it nutrients. Was just the thing you drank. Yeah. Did your Did your body just like your body just go? Nope. I'm fucking done. Just turn the light out in the building. Fucking close the door for the weekend. No. Uh, but what happened was because of the fires in BC, uh, fucking, uh, smoke, just smoke covered the entire fucking valley yep. to the point where on by Sunday, everybody woke up and everyone's just like, coughing, uh, feeling awful. Yeah. Uh, like everyone was stuffed up like, and coughing and gross. on the way home that day, we drove just past the first town there and like, it was thick brown, you know, brown, yellow color. Yeah. Right, and the smoke was like a deep fog. Yeah, Jesus. it was like fucking Silent Hill fog. Yeah, it was actually scary considering Silent Hill supposed to, the fog supposed to be caused by you know smoke burning mines under the city. So yeah, yeah, it that's, was literally Silent Hill out. That's, yeah, that's gnarly. Yeah, it, was, it was, man. It, it was brutal. It wasn't the scariest part of the drive home. Though. Oh my god! So we we decided that to try fucking storm. We decided to try sort of side passage to. It saved us like 12 minutes overall yeah. until we hit the storm. So it starts raining. It starts raining harder. We're getting a really nice lightning show in front of us. Yep. And then harder. the hail hits. Right. Harder and harder to the hail hits. And then the hail gets harder and harder to the point where visibility drops to maybe a foot. Maybe. Uh, maybe I, a I, foot. I literally could not see the lines on the road. No. Right. Hail's going sideways. The noise is just crazy it it i've never been in a storm that fucking hard and it was fucking ridiculous too because i'm sitting there i'm like trying to fucking pull over and i'm trying to pull over but i can't fucking see the lines in the road yeah you can't find the shoulder and like you know the thing is i'm so intently looking outside yeah because can't even because i don't want to miss anything i i wasn't looking at my gauges and i'm hitting the brakes i could not see anything to the point where I had no idea how fast I was going. I had no idea where on the road I was. 
and I had no idea where the shoulder was. Yeah. And the thing is, I hit my brakes hard because I was like, I, I can't see shit, right? And it, 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 it's a weird sensation not being able to see shit because like i hit my brakes and it's like nothing changes i have no visual confirmation yeah, like okay, that my speed has changed so it's like fucking how fast am i going and i actually had to look down at my speedometer and i'm like holy shit i'm still going 20 note slow down more until i'm going like 10 and then i inch my way towards the fucking shoulder and the only way i knew that i was on the shoulder of the fucking road was because i felt my car dip yeah. down into the Felt shoulder fall off and i was like fuck okay and then straightened out and then i just sat there waiting yeah. even like car was in the car with me and he's like leaning away from the window yeah it was scary shit <laughs> like you know, I, I was worried glass was going to break yeah well right. th there was hail probably about the size of a dime um nickel yeah. like nickel like sized hail. Size yeah, like little and it was really annoying too because the guy in front of us uh i was in the truck with with lucy and um, the car just stopped dead in the road. It didn't pull to the shoulder. That's fucking dangerous when that no one can dangerous. see you. Yeah, when you right? don't know. So we, we pulled going. around them yeah. slowly. That's what I was extremely off. worried about. With, and that's why I pulled to the side of the road yeah, so quick. You, someone just comes up behind you and hits you. Exactly. So, and right? I didn't want to get rear-ended. until it's way too fucking late. <laughs> yeah, so I, I like cranked over to the side of the road and then just inched my way into the fucking ditch, kind of. And then we just sat there waiting for shit to fucking calm the fuck down. Which it eventually did. It actually I, only lasted like four or five minutes. The, the, the other thing is in front of our car, a literal fucking bush, like a five foot fucking hedge blew across the goddamn road. <laughs> well, that was actually one of our concerns too, right? Horizontal hail, extreme storms in Alberta's tornado corridor. Yeah. We were like... No, we need to leave. Yeah, let's One get way out or here. other. There were no tornado warnings. No. Right? So the weather wasn't prominent for it. But when you're in the middle of the thunderous hail, you don't really care. It, it does take a pretty good-sized tornado to fuck up a car, right? You know, a lot of people, like, especially, like, us in Canada who, like, see a tornado basically never. Yeah. yeah. It's um, pretty rare. When we think tornado, we think that shit that tore up that trailer park in Arkansas and shit. Yeah, think we, we think back to Twister. Like Oklahoma. Yeah, no, we don't get those. Yeah, we get the, the little <laughs> tiny ones that'll fuck up your tent and maybe rip the roof off your garage. Yeah, they'll, well, they'll fuck up your roof. Um, they'll, you know... The like the biggest danger you got you get from those. It's not like your car being lifted up and thrown. It's the tornado picking up trees and throwing that through your window. Yeah, that's that, the part. The you, shitty part. That's the part you have to worry about. So it's like basically just duck down below any glass and shit and hide and yeah, um, and don't go outside. Also, don't yeah, don't do that. Um, so yeah, sideways hail. And more smoke until we get to Red Deer, where there's more smoke. Yeah, like, it was just smoke all the way home. Holy shit! Like, yeah, like and I like I had recirc on because I couldn't deal yeah, with so outside air. It was just awful. Yeah, and like I'm sitting there watching people smoke, and I'm like, maybe I should go bum a cigarette because at least those are fucking filters. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, no, it was it was a a smoky day. It was bad. Uh, but yeah, so I'm still hacking and coughing a bit from that. Yeah. And then Matt got sick, so I think I might be getting that a little bit. Oh, good. Yeah. 
So good times for me. <laughs> You're just disgusting. on the front of your mic. Um, but uh, you've been, you said you were, uh, while we were in the car, just as a segue, me and Kara were listening to Ready Player One. Yeah. And, and you said you were listening. I, I picked it up because it was, uh, it, it sounded really good from the way you described it to me. And so I figured, what the hell? I don't, I haven't picked up a new book, new audiobook in a while. So uh, audible.com is great for audiobooks. It's very yeah. cheap. Yeah, we're not even sponsored by them, by the way. Which is weird. We should just reach out to them and see how that works. <laughs> um, They'd probably be like, you, you say really controversial shit like all the time. No. Um, let's, okay, let's just say sometimes those accents are controversial. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, when somebody has to be like, you know, well, like, what was it? Uh, the Martian? Yeah, where like the guy has to, the book, The Martian, I yeah. listened to, yeah, and the guy had to be like the the head of the Chinese space oh, program, no. and I was like, I feel so bad. Like, I understand it's a job, but I like just feel bad that that guy must be like, oh yeah, well, must that, go home and be that, like that. Actually, happened a lot in the Snow Crash. Uh, yeah. yeah, and the other thing too about Snow Crash is it's an old book and it's an old recording too. Yeah. So this guy. Full blown plays like the half English Chinese guy, like no, you go now, like yeah. full blown, like, like stereotypical thick. Chinese accent. Oh uh, yeah, right in the middle of of the book, and uh, and yeah, I mean the main character is half black, half Chinese, and he belongs to a country called Mister Lee's Greater Hong Kong. <laughs> That's, That's hilarious. <laughs> so, uh... His name's also Hero Protagonist, so there's that. That sounds like a great book. If if you like heavy philosophy and wordy bullshit, then yeah, I I don't not in my books. Well, then yeah, don't. Okay. Anyway, it. so I've I've just been listening to it. I'm in, I'm in like chapter three, so not that far. Yeah, but already I've been enjoying it. The descriptions are great. The uh, the constant referencing, and I mean constant constant referencing to the eighties <laughs> is is good. Well, not just eighties though. 80s nerd culture. Yeah, 80s 80s geek culture all you know, over the place. Fucking um, fucking like just constantly talking about like Gary Gygax and shit like and you're just like fucking I play D&D and I barely know that guy's fucking name. Like for fuck's sake. Yeah. It's, anyway, it it sounds or it's been good so far and i'm really enjoying it and i'll i'll do like a an old book report or something on the yeah end of it, uh tell you guys how i like the the whole thing because so, uh anyway there's a movie coming out too soon yeah yeah watch the trailer for that which has me very nervous yeah we'll see i i think all they've done because it's more of a teaser than a full trailer yeah and i think all they've done is giving you a show of the effects they haven't actually told you anything yeah so there the things that make me nervous is there's a delorean in it which, I mean, okay, so the guy does have a DeLorean at one point. But Spoilers. like, they're racing. Yeah, I... I and I, I'm looking at it, I'm like, there was no DeLorean race in the book. Yeah. And that was like half the trailer. I'm nervous when now. When it focused on that, I got confused. Because yeah. to me, that seems like a poor trailer decision. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yep. Okay. And uh, I'm going to go see that when it comes out. You, you, I, I mean, 
You're you're at the part where he's taking classes now, so you're almost at the plot. Yeah, I know. Which I I respect. The one there's thing a I will lot say, of world building. The world building reminds me a lot of Tolkien right now because it's a lot of and then there was this thing. Now let me describe this thing in detail for you. <laughs> then he went over here. Now let me describe the room because it's important to understand what the room looks like. And then a person walked in. Here is the full description of this person. Yeah. Right. It's okay. Yeah. It just makes that beginning bit a little. Yeah, shuddery. Like, it's like now uh, let me describe to you the exact history and biography of this guy. Yeah. Now let's describe the exact history and biography of this other guy mentioned in the biography of the first guy. <laughs> yeah, like it goes on quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. But I think it'll get better once the actual. Plot, yeah. Right. It's world building, and I have a good picture of, of exactly world, what kind right? of world it takes place. I in. also will say that if if the oasis ever existed. You would never see me again. No, never. Like, never. Never. I would be gone, and I would be hooked into, like, an Ivy food thing with some sort of automatic disposal system, and I would never leave my chair. Yep. Well, and that's the thing, is that, you know, later on in the book, they, they have chairs. Like, they talk about some of the other technology around. Yeah, they have ridiculous fucking chairs that basically... Yeah. Are your bed and chair and thing that moves you around the house and fucking it's just, you live on it yeah. basically and yeah. like since in the oasis you can order food you just you, you people it's not uncommon for people to get these things called like efficiency apartments which is just a room with a closet and a toilet and that's it gross well, it's very efficient. I can't. Right. Well, or toilet and a shower combo thing. <laughs> yeah. Clean yourself in the toilet. Yeah. Home appliances I never want. A toilet ja shower <laughs> combo. Yeah. Well, Japanese <laughs> bathroom, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, a water closet. And then basically the yes. idea is that you move in and you install your haptic chair thing. That's your bed slash haptic chair slash thing you live on slash counter slash everything and it's those are always attached to like robot arms so they can like move around and tip and yeah all that shit so it's like if you need space you're just like retract the chair to the wall you need a bed you hit a button it flattens out and it pulls out flattens into a bed yeah and shit and then those same people they usually have no hair yeah because they like purposely remove all their hair because it's just easier it's a hassle yeah right why why shave yeah that's time you're not on the oasis yeah exactly like, so, they, so they just basically bathe in nair and uh, <laughs> uh you feel like swamp thing like, <laughs> like getting out of that like oh. but yeah it's neat so i'll that's yeah, a good time we'll talk more about it once i'm finished it and can discuss without you know, potentially triggering spoilers. Spoilers. Speaking of spoilers, um, HBO had an unfortunate incident oh, in Spain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that they, episode uh, got leaked, right? Yeah. So this Sunday's episode has been leaked and by a colleague of mine has been confirmed to be in English and of good quality. Yep. Someone got a good rip of it. Which episode is it? Uh, it's six, seven. Episode six, seven, I think. Episode seven. Yeah. Anyway, so it, if you are so inclined, you can go and watch this Sunday's Game of Thrones right now. I'm not so inclined. I You're not? I make a sort of ritual of watching it with Carr. So taking some time to watch it early just doesn't appeal. And honestly, it's, I don't know, it's kind of part of the 
part of the fun of it is like waiting till that day and having that fun day and yeah season seven uh which episode is it six might be six yeah beyond the wall that's is that the one yeah okay yeah i have it yeah (laughs) it's funny because my uh, my colleague pointed it out and he's like check your sonar so i pulled it up i'm like huh there it is (laughs) cool um so yeah just figured i'd bring that up since we're talking about spoilers i will say this now uh if anyone spoils the game of thrones episode oh yeah you're gonna get straight up there will be blood in places that no one will find so what i need to do is watch it and then just tweet out the most important parts good thing i don't check twitter well, you don't. Uh, Tal, don't but be like, that guy. I have like 500 followers. Yeah, you will not. I, you will just have 500 people. I'll be the snake kills Dumbledore guy. To bomb your house. <laughs> don't be that guy. I'll, do, I'll drive by worst and scream at them what happens. No, they will. you will get mob beaten to death yeah. with your own car. Yeah. <laughs> they will pick it up and drop it on <laughs> just, you repeatedly. Just like drive by, Daenerys dies! Like, just peel out and drive away. Oh my god. I don't know if Daenerys dies, I'm just... Yeah, you're speculating. <laughs> I, 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 just, I just feel like that's a thing that George R. R. Martin would do to fuck with people. Well, that's the thing, right? <laughs> it, it always seems like George R. R. Martin sort of looks at the forums and goes, who's most popular right now? Yeah. Ah, death scene, death scene, death scene. Yep. Actually, I, I, it's funny because in this season, it, he, they've clearly been working on uh, cast reduction. Oh, really? Heavily working on cast reduction. Uh, they well, they do in, have large casts right now. Yeah, it's getting much smaller. <laughs> in fact, it's getting very small. All the supporting characters are very quickly finding ways to stop being in the show. <laughs> I won't spoil anything for people who might be watching it, but... Uh, yeah, it they had the to- I mean, the, the rowling problem in the lots last... of people dying in Game of Thrones isn't exactly a spoiler. It's not new. <laughs> yeah, it's not news to anybody. <laughs> but, uh, it, it's sort of like the last book in the Harry Potter series where they sort of do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I only have one book left. How do I make people just hate life for a while? Yeah. I know, kill this person, then this person, then this person. Yeah. Oh, this person's dead. There we go. Oh, the book's ending. Here's five more dead people. Ah, uh, Coyote, you, you jinxed sad. it. Why? Oh, She's no. like, as long as they don't kill Jon Snow or Arya. Ah, uh, they already did, though. Spoilers. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, sorry. Uh, I watched a, uh, a little five-minute clip of the actor who plays uh, Peter Baelish recapping the last season. It is hilarious. Just the, his delivery is so funny. Every time... Um, He's about to go into something. He just has this really weird nasally spoilers comment. And after he talks about characters dying, if they're main characters, he always comes back up and is like, I'm sorry if that was your favorite character. <laughs> I'll show you guys after. It's good. I'll link it. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And, and the thing is now Coyote's saying, please kill Cersei. I'm so tired of her. Yeah. No, no. Uh, yeah. She's, you hate her. She's, she's not going to die forever she's yeah. a locomotive of part the fact of the, show, the like. fact <laughs> that you hate her means that she's gonna win yeah 
Martin could totally be a douche and go that direction. <laughs> oh, yeah. We don't know. He's making it up as the show comes out. And, yeah. so. and he fucking has openly admitted that his, like, one job is to crush his fans' dreams. <laughs> like, he has said that he's like, if my fans aren't mad at me and I haven't crushed them, I'm not doing my job. Like, like, <laughs> it's something along those lines. But the fact that he's just like, he's like, yeah, if you're, if you're happy, I'm not i'm not doing it right so when i went through the series the first time i was listening to it in audiobooks and the guy who reads the audiobooks is not the best he's very monotone very very steady paced so it sometimes sounds like he's droning on a bit when he went through the red wedding i had to pull over and stop for a minute oh my god it was just again in the book it's even less seen coming right and that was the best part about then watching it in the show was I knew what was coming. I knew where that plot was going. So I got to watch Carr live and just judge his reactions as <laughs> literally like his favorite character gets murdered on screen. And it was harsh. <laughs> that that was uh, a rough moment. <laughs> well, there's so many videos of people who read the books and then recorded their friends watching it. Because, yeah. It's. I still like my favorite quote from George R. R. Martin, and I've mentioned it a few times. And he's just like, everyone keeps forgetting the char- the most tragic character I could tr- kill off before the book ends. Me. Oh my god. No, <laughs> I will figure out yeah. how fucking resurrection works. <laughs> I, I like. Um. I like it when they have enough differences in a series so that all media like all all different mediums mediums of that of that actually particular show or movie or whatever are different enough that it's still pretty interesting like you get almost like two stories and but martin, the same martin once the show got caught up to the last book specifically diverted it yeah, yeah. right so now what's happened won't necessarily happen in the books so there's still a reason to go buy them yeah and it, that's I, they do the same thing with uh walking dead like, well, and I, a little bit of it is there's things that are a good read and things that are fun to watch are and totally they don't necessarily combine. No, no right? absolutely. If if Lord of the Rings was accurate to the books, <laughs> you know those scenes where you get nice panning shots of the mountains and big setup shots of the cities. Yeah, it would be another thirty percent of it, basically. Yeah. yeah, right. It would just be you know you go into Minas Tirith and now you spend five minutes just panning down alleys and up the walls and looking at the people and so you mean like an anime yeah kind of <laughs> it, Some it, funnily anime. enough it's almost like the room which randomly diverts to panning shots of san francisco <laughs> for like two minutes <laughs> all the time i fucking hate that movie i love it <laughs> um yeah well actually there's a a really good nerd writer on uh uh that exact kind of filmmaking um and the it's actually on the ghost in the shell anime Mm -hmm. uh and he talks about like that whole because like in the middle of ghost the original ghost in the shell anime um there's that scene like right in the fucking middle of the movie where it just sort of cuts to like five or eight minutes of them just sort of these panning shots of neo uh, of well uh, neo tokyo or tokyo or wherever the fuck they are uh but the the setting is just the city that they're in and like show and the thing is 
the interesting thing about it, the thing that makes it really cool is that all the shots are like, unlike what you see in American TV shows where they always show off, you know, the city from like a fucking helicopter flying over and all that. The one in the ghost in the shell is all done from the perspective of a person, like somewhere an actual person could go. They're all like at eye level or like, you know, from down on the street looking up at the bridge. Yep. Or like from an observation tower looking down at the street below or, you know, mm-hmm. on the edge of the river looking across the river from eye level. Yep. Right. So it's showing you the city from the perspective of the people within it. And it's really interesting because it sort of gives you this idea not only of what the story is doing, but what it's like for a person living in that world. I think it's a cool. I think it's a cool way to show immersion in the actual story and yeah. become part of it. Because you're like, well, I'm not a helicopter flying over a city. Exactly. I can't do that. I can't go and view the city like that but i can view the city like this exactly so it gives you this idea of what it's like and it's interesting because like the um uh one of the reasons it's done is it's like you know a bunch of really heavy information was just dumped on you right it's giving you some processing time yeah exactly it's like you know you sort of start to realize that the major is like doesn't think she fits in the world and it's like starts you start getting that question of what is humanity bubbling up in your mind Mm -hmm. at that point and you know there's some really heavy philosophical shit happening yeah and then they give you these like five minutes of showing you and it's in exactly to do with the topic too because it's people yeah it's all shots of people within this system within this city these people juxtaposed against this heavy tech the you know living people versus cold unloving city right that juxtaposition and they give you just five minutes of these beautiful shots panning over it to just sort of sit and stew and contemplate right versus yeah the room where it's like you know like they have a conversation then there's a panning shot of san francisco and, and then, then it they comes have an... back to the same conversation, <laughs> <laughs> or or like in uh, oh fuck, it, well in the it, the Ghost in the Shell movie actually the new one is yeah. a good example of that done not the right way because it's the opposite again it goes to that whole helicopter thing where it shows you the helicopter view of the city. Right, it's a pan- big panning shot from way up high in a machinery, and it doesn't give you that like person in the city view. Yeah, it's oh okay, people are yelling, uh, but it it's like uh, you know, so you're still so disconnected from everything that's happening. Um, I yeah. think I think like as long as it's not as long as it's not the only way. Yeah, they show the city. I understand, like, a one kind of once-over, like, hey, we don't really have time to show you the entire kind of civilization, but one sort of, like, big sweeping shot, kind of like, um, what is it? They did do that a couple of times in, well, like, for instance, a classic example is the old Ninja Turtles movies. Yeah. Yeah, they, they actually, they were like, you know, New York, and well, they kind of, thing, like... Like, there's establishing shots, which are fine. 
Yeah. yeah. Right. It's overusing them when they start to lose their own individual meaning. No, it's yeah. like every five minutes being like, it's the city. It's the city. Another <laughs> example of an establishing shot being used wrong is basically anytime you get a panning establishing shot with the location printed on top. Oh my God. It's unnecessary. Yeah. Big right. Time. Show us something iconic. Yeah. That sets your scene. Well, and I love it in those movies where it's like, it shows you the panning shot of some city and it's like Philadelphia. And I'm like, Okay. Yeah. Is sure. is Philadelphia important? <laughs> is this Philadelphia? I mean, I, why I do it. I need to know it's Philadelphia? And it's like the movie happens, and it the 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 city it takes place in never fucking comes up. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, it's, right. It's, it's irrelevant. irrelevant. It's completely irrelevant. So it's like, why the fuck did you tell me we're in fucking Philadelphia? Because you had to know. It's important. I think it's for, stupid. It's for ego rubbing. Like, yeah. yeah, this is in Philly. Oh, yeah, there's a sandwich shop I went to. Yeah, like... <laughs> well, and it's a, it's especially funny when they do it, and then, like, their next three <sighs> shots are iconic streets in other cities. Yeah. yeah. I was I was about to say, the, the fact that they're, like, you know, Philadelphia, and then, like, most it of the It shows the trolley shots, car from fucking San Francisco. Yeah, like, most of these shots are filmed in other cities. Yeah, like, a, lot of, a lot of Toronto shows up yeah. in, in movies. And you're like, no, that... We're in the wrong city now. I'm confused. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. Just keep it ambiguous. <laughs> but anyway. So that was our talk on popular culture and filmmaking. Um, um, it was a good, it's a good distraction from yeah. the topics I'm dreading fucking getting into right now. Yeah. Uh, we, could just, we could just skip them and just talk about kittens. We have to, though. With mittens. I mean, we don't have to nobody's, nobody's <laughs> we're a news a comedy podcast uh i feel like we have to talk about this yeah we, we probably do it's pretty prevalent yeah uh it's so it's been a hell of a week oh yeah uh for america and the world um so last week i talked about how you shouldn't just Call people Nazis. <laughs> yep. Because not everyone's a Nazi. It's you true. Know? It's I'm just not. because someone disagrees with you doesn't necessarily mean they're a Nazi. This and is it, true. And that yep. shouldn't be the knee-jerk reaction. It's, <laughs> yeah. a little, it's a little excessive. It's like, I don't know, that's kind of like going to a restaurant and, you know, the waitress is like, what do you want to drink? And you say a Coke. And she says, is Pepsi okay? And then you call her a cunt. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's it's a little, a little much. heavy-handed. Yeah, um, yeah. So you know, and and it, it, you know, I was mentioning you especially have to be careful calling somebody a Nazi when their actual ideology doesn't necessarily fit that descriptor. Yes, right. Because Nazi's kind of a heavy term to throw at somebody. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Uh and you know, I'm usually the type also that gets kind of pissed off when I see people like, you know, people going, you know, people protesting Milo or Ben Shapiro or something. Whoever it is. Crowder. Anyone. You've mentioned like four names, I have no clue who they are. They're all like uh Nope. I don't know. Alt right. I don't want to call them alt right even. There's a right wing public figures, basically. Okay, 
Um, Ben Shapiro probably being the most uh, reasonable reasoned of them all. Okay. Uh, Milo being the most controversial. Yeah. And Crowder basically just being the troll. Um, you know, but I I'd get mad when people would like protest them and people going to see it because they're all like, "You're all just a bunch of Nazis." And it made me like my knee jerk reaction when I see people going, "All these protesters are Nazis." My knee jerk reaction because of that was always like, "Yeah, right. Yeah, sure. Whatever." Yep. Uh, look, just another bunch of SJWs with their fifis. Oh, good. But no. Then, uh, then Charlottesville happened. And for those who haven't been paying attention. So me. Uh, Charlottesville, they, uh, there was a protest, uh, that was, uh, put together called Unite the Right. And it, mm, I'm nervous. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and a lot of it had to do with this statue of some Confederate fucking general or some shit and generally whatever doesn't fucking matter <laughs> generally who the fuck cares some fucker who was part of the confederacy um has a statue there and they're trying to have the statue removed which that's uh that's an entire discussion yeah, that that's not the issue at hand yeah so you know whether you agree with it or not um they were wanting to have this statue removed um most likely it would be like put in a museum or something and you know all that again there's an entire fucking discussion to be had about yep. the you know the merits and intricacies of that sort of thing yeah and that that's tough because that's a public figure yeah city, you know right? and it's history and it's like you know yeah we don't have statues of hitler running around in germany but you know it's like we have statues of some other pretty terrible people but you know, they had historical significance. So there's like this two sides yeah, to this. There's two there's definitely two sides to that argument. Yeah. Um, either way, a group of fine gentlemen decided that they were gonna protest this. And by group of fine gentlemen, I mean the literal fucking KKK and Oh good. Actual fucking fascist like fascist and actual fucking Nazi fucking groups. Like actual, actual supremacists. Like yeah, actual like... fucking supremacists showed up in droves. Fucking like actually carrying fucking Nazi flags. Oh my throwing God. out the Nazi salute. Saying things like hail victory. Which if you don't know what that is. That's Sig Heil. Oh. In English. So they're Sieg Heiling and Goose Stepping and fucking Basically Hitler just saluting. A giant cock of yeah, carrying Nazi flags. Carr pointed out another flag that had the it's like this axe wrapped in sticks on it in a cross. And the thing is called it's actually called like a uh, fa- fascista or something like that it's the actual thing where the term fucking fascist comes from okay so they're carrying flags with not, that on not it. even trying to be subtle no no i like you know you got people like you know running running around chanting the jews will not replace us and shit yeah what it, year is it oh my god <laughs> um 
wow like i'm sitting here going like like i even posted on my twitter and i'm like you know yeah maybe don't call everybody nazis you know it's not nice and then charlottesville's just sitting there like fucking hold my beer yeah basically (laughs) like for fuck's sake guys jesus christ i know and then the worst part so that that's just sort of the fucking setting wherein this story takes place was it that one uh yeah except it was it's just white and then they're aligned in a cross okay uh but that's the thing that the picture's of uh and i don't know what those are called um Uh, oh apparently there's a bunch of different versions of this yeah sorry continue but anyway um so one of the guys who showed up with i don't know uh, i can't remember the name of the group it was one of the actual hardcore supremacist groups though um, he shows up and decides that I've had enough of these people who are probably rightfully protesting our presence, um, and decides to drive his car through a crowd of them. Oh God. Injuring a bunch of them. Oh. And he killed, uh, I can't remember her name, uh, but killed somebody. And okay, yeah, I think I've been seeing some of the the talks today about her. Yeah, uh, he killed her, uh, and and then Trump goes on the news, and like the big fucking tone deaf Cheeto that he is, uh, says, you know, I condemn the violence on both sides, <laughs> and it's like fucking guy, dude, a girl fucking died for fuck's sake. Like, I'm sorry, but, you know, yeah, Antifa and all of them pull some shit and have their problems. And, yeah, they get violent. You know, I railed on the fucking bike lock guy. And you know what? I am sure that in Charlottesville there were some, you know, left-wing and or Antifa protesters that were being right fucking assholes. I'm more than positive that there was a bunch of violent ones. Absolutely. But but somebody fucking died for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> like, like literally this is too far. Like fucking and tr- and yeah, and like the Trump's trying to pull the both sides fucking argument and I'm just like dude. Yeah, that just doesn't work. You know, like read the fucking room. Um and then uh you know in the uh, you can see his fucking i can't i think it was his chief of staff was sitting there as he's talking there's a video of his chief of staff just like wincing every time he says something he's just like oh fuck. <laughs> stop stop yeah, yeah. Like, please stop don't, don't stop so that happened um and and, then, and the world was a shittier place it was a shittier place you know um super rough Dude was arrested, luckily. Um, hopefully faces terrorism charges, because that's, that's domestic terrorism. Yep. Uh, you know, straight up driving into a crowd of people, killing one in order to further your political agenda. Yeah, that's terrorism. Which is just fucked. Like, yeah. Just, you know, like, it, it, like, you know, that's the thing is, like, I defended people like the Yalqaeda when they took over that building. Yeah. Because... As much as they're fucking retarded, uh, they were not terrorists because that was a government building. They weren't attacking civilians. They were going after the government. They Mm. were going after the establishment, the system, not civilians. Yeah, they were 
Yeah, they were making a to, protest. Yeah, to me, that's the line, right? You know, if you think that you've got a battle to fucking fight, fight it with soldiers. Fight it with people who are there to fight. Yeah. Don't go after fucking civilians, no, you like, fucking cunt. Like, yeah. just because you have... It's like, I disagree with you, so I'm going to run you over. Yeah. Well, that's just it. No, no one has the right to, choose, to point their finger at another civilian and say, you're going to die today. Yeah, because right? yeah. because we have you a difference have of opinion. Right. Yeah, especially because we have a difference of opinion. That's no, the stupidest. Don't like. don't touch anyone, even because of a difference of opinion. Like that's the thing is, if you don't like somebody's ideas, fight their ideas with fucking ideas. ideas. Yeah, use right? your words. You exactly use your fucking words. So yeah, the the whole thing in Charlottesville was a fucking clusterfuck. And is honestly something I think Charlottesville is going to be ashamed of for a long time. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely they will. Um so that happened. Yes, that did. Uh and then just when you thought the week couldn't get any shittier today, <laughs> um and again the details are still kind of coming out. Um so yeah, it was recent enough that there's still like the last I heard they're still investigating. The the numbers haven't even fully come out yet. Yeah. In fact, when I look it up, it's probably going to be higher than the last time I looked. Um so right now updated as of an hour ago. Okay, yeah. So there was an attack in Barcelona. Yep. Uh a van I uh, drove into a crowd of people on, um, but it's basically the busiest fucking street in Barcelona. Yeah. Like a um, major center. Yeah. So like, um, I was reading reports or comments and stuff from people who live in Barcelona and they were saying that this street is fucking packed, just straight up packed. Yeah. Shoulder to shoulder all summer. And it's mostly tourists and shit. And a guy drove his van um, and just tore through them. Um, right now, the latest numbers are 13. I have seen reports as high as 20 uh, people dead. And this article is claiming, and this is from CNN, uh, so take it with a grain of salt. But uh, <laughs> this one's claiming 100 people injured. Um, yeah, so the the street was uh, Las Ramblas. Um, but like, yeah, it's this great big fucking like crowded. Yeah. It's like a huge know. market kind of street. Yeah, right? exactly. Um, yeah. And it just drove fucking through. Uh, apparently there has been reports of, uh, I think it was, uh, like a bar or something like that was being held hostage. The police said that that wasn't the case. But there is video of it happening being posted to Twitter and shit. Yeah, and I, I so the last news I saw, which I'll tell you right now, most of the news I get throughout the day when I work are from the TVs in the bathroom. So I know there's snippets and not always good, but yeah, yeah. they were saying they were there was an unknown situation. Yeah. Right. And they weren't sure what was going on yet. Yeah. So, so there's a lot of people claiming it was a hostage situation, and there's actual video of it happening, and there's video of the hostages being released. Or at least if they were hostages or if it's the police evacuating or what happened. But yeah, um, basically, uh, shit hit the fucking fan. And uh, right now, uh, ISIS 
has claimed responsibility for it. Uh, though that's sort of, we don't know if that's Who true. Knows, right. Yeah. And it's the kind of thing where you need to, like, there'll need to be some intelligence work. Yeah. Because uh, I remember the Taliban used to also yeah. claim responsibility for a lot of things. But it's basically confirmed that this was an actual, like, jihadi Islamic terror attack. Yeah. Uh, that was the motivator. Uh, so whether ISIS is directly responsible, they're at the very least indirectly responsible. Or if it's yeah. just a small group of radicals In, or inspir- what? Inspiring yeah. it or something, right? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Every small group of radicals is going to be inspired by fucking ISIS or Al-Qaeda or whatever the fuck yeah. is going to be. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that's shitty. Yeah. <laughs> a bad week, for sure. A bad week. Well, that's the thing. Is I was posting on Twitter, I'm like... You know, fucking, are we going to have to start looking at vehicles as fucking deadly weapons? Like, at this point, like, what the fuck do you do? Yeah. Well, you know? I think the I think the problem is kind of the fact that, like, it, like we just discussed, I mean, these, these are innocent people, like, going to their jobs, going to pick up groceries, like, you, you know what I mean? Like, th- this isn't, this isn't how you fight a war or express your ideas it's like the worst possible i mean like does nobody it, it's just it's pretty sad to say that these people don't see their own families and their own friends in these same situations where they're just like okay what if somebody with a different opinion to mine just decided to run over my family i'm about to do that to somebody else's family like the and that doesn't like the fact that those fucking like wires well, it, do not connect. It's because um, you know these groups are fucking. Uh, you know the one of the thing big things that these radical groups and stuff are do very very well is they dehumanize everyone else around them. Uh, you know whether it's an Islamic terror group or a Nazi terror group or. Antifa or BLM, whatever it happens to be, take your fucking pick. Yeah. Uh, you know, the the one thing they all have in common, all of them, every single fucking one, is that they completely dehumanize the people that disagree with them. You know, they're not people anymore. They're not human beings. They might they're, as well be fucking... targets or... Yeah. They might as well be fucking... enemies. You know, fish. It just... Like, I don't know. It's just, it's just kind of rough to be like... To even, like, to dehumanize, like, if, like, this person's in this van and they're driving after, like, a mother and a child, I feel like, like, serious shit has to happen in your brain to be, like, the enemy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, especially, like, a young kid or something, right? Well, it's like, yeah, that kid is gonna straight up try and murder me, so I better get him before, like, you know what I mean? Or get them before they get me, well, and, like... And that that's kind of the problem is they're they're trained and pushed and brainwashed, if you want to say it, yeah. into it. Well, and, you know, it, it's actually really interesting because um, on the way to camping, too, uh, Carr and I, we were listening to Jordan B. Peterson. Uh, and he was actually talking about, you know, this sort of uh, hive mind that happens in these groups and stuff. And... He was talking about, you know, the the sort of thing that it takes to dehumanize somebody to that point. And that's the problem is everybody assumes 
that it takes a lot to stop seeing another person as a person and to just dehumanize them completely. Everyone thinks it takes a lot. The thing is, it doesn't. It takes next to nothing. And in fact, it's harder to view people as actual people than it is to view them as just the other people, the other thing, right? It happens all the time. That's why road rage is so prevalent is because they're in another box. They might as well be another species, right? They're nowhere. They're not connected to you in any way. You can't even see their face, right? That's why like road rage is so prevalent because it's so easy to completely dehumanize other drivers, mm. right? It's one of the reasons people in call centers are so vindictive to the other people in, on the phones. Oh, yeah. Because you completely detach humanity from the people on the other end of that line. Yeah, 100%. Right? I can attest to that. So, you know, and, and that's why, and, you know, even more so again, that's why trolling online is so fucking prevalent is because... You know, and Jordan Peterson, he actually makes the assertion that, you know, people would think that, you know, you see a person and your first thing is that they're a human and then you learn to dehumanize them. No, it's the other way around. He, his assertion is that it, the default person is already completely dehumanized to a normal person's brain well, because just, they're outside the tribe. Well, even just think about it. You're walking downtown. How often do you consider the crowd around you as people? Yeah. Right. As specifically people other than just things yeah. around you. Yeah. And, and, and that's exactly it. And that's what makes these ideologies that pit the group against another, right? Again, whether it's BLM against the white people or Antifa against whoever the fuck's a fascist today or the Nazis against black people or Jews or, you know, Islamic terrorists against non-Muslims or infidels or whatever you want to call it. Right. That the problem with all of these is that they give the people an enemy. And the thing is, since dehumanization is already so prevalent, easy, and basically a default in the human mind, You know, we, you know, it's dangerous because we need to be actively not doing that, right? Otherwise, it turns into something dangerous and deadly very quickly, Mm -hmm. right? You know, you need to actively work not to dehumanize people. Otherwise, you will, right? You know, so it's like, and then these groups take that and they're like, nah, we're going completely the opposite direction and they're just fucking feeding that monster. Yeah, because right? that's, that's how they get their point across and their shit It's done, the same right? thing with a soldier, right? Yeah. You train a soldier never to look at your enemy as a person. No. You you use derogatory language. You do whatever you can to make them stop thinking of a person as a person. Oh, yeah. Because then they're easier to shoot. Yeah. They're just, to shoot not they're, they're just the enemy. Yeah. Right. right. That's it. They're the enemy. Right. Uh, You know, and uh, uh, Jordan Peterson talks about it in the case of like, you know, evolutionarily. Right. You know, those are some deep fucking circuits Mm -hmm. in our mind. Right. From back long before sentient, long before primates. Right. Like the way he talks about he's like, you know, this shit predates trees. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me because, you know, it's an instinctual uh, reaction. Yeah. It's survival, right? Exactly, right? Right. It's from the times where when something else comes towards you, 
you have to think to determine it not to be a threat. Yeah. Right. Right. Otherwise, you just default to threat. Well, and that's the thing. You do. You just default to threat. Right. You default to snake. You default to predator. Yeah. Right. You you know, and and not only that, but like he talks about like even mentally, like down to ideas. Right. That's how deep these circuits are. That like, and it's not even things. Even ideas go through this same circuitry of, you know, an idea can be seen as completely dangerous. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you see it all the time with people saying, you know, you know, talking about like dangerous ideas. That's literally a thing people talk about. Yep. So, you know, we have this, this thing in our mind and we really do have to fight that off. Right. You really do. And these groups do the exact opposite. They feed it. They feed the monster. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it, oh, I, I mean, I don't have the answers, but I fucking, I can't deal with any of this shit at this point. <laughs> like, I don't even know what to say anymore. It, like, yeah, there's nothing you can. No, that's, that's the point is like, it's just stuff is a shit show right now. It probably will continue to get a little bit worse or even a lot worse before, you know, maybe some kind of catastrophic or event happens. And well, one of the other things that pisses me off is that things like Charlottesville um, has, you know, like in the same way that I've bitched about it before with like, you know, Antifa, you're com- they were com- they're completely ruining their message. Yeah. You know, BLM, they're completely ruining the actual message they're trying to get across. They're fucking turning the, themselves into a radical group. And now anytime anyone says anything that has anything to do with, you know, uh, cops shooting, you know, black people, which is an issue that should yes. be talked about. Yep. People, a bunch of people automatically are just like, oh, fuck off with that fucking BLM shit. Right. You know, and what's happening now is that these actual fucking nazis which amazes me that those are like still a thing it's still like an actual thing not and i don't mean like you know a few fucking like nazi punks kind of thing no no i mean a bunch of them full blown fucking white nationalist actual zig heiling nazis well you you watched like you sat there and watched that like recorded like that documentary that Kamau Bell. Yeah, yeah. And like, about... I knew about the KKK. Right. And like, you know, I, but you know, you know, like that organization, like may, it's still there. You just don't see it as much. Yeah. Like they just, well, that's the thing is like the way I used to think of it was, you know, like 12 assholes in Alabama kind of thing. Oh, yeah, but that's... now it's much more real. Yeah. Right? This is, this was hundreds of people They're Like it's don't kid yourself. Like they're all, they're all like wolves in sheep's clothing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and you, you never know. I mean, who, who knows? Like, I mean, I'm sure that I'm sure that more than a few people were watching that news feed and being like, holy shit, Frank's a Nazi. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I bet you, honestly, like, I really do think even maybe family members were like, Wow. Like, I did not know that Cheryl was into that shit. <laughs> like, that's, like, they, they're not going to come out because, I mean, why would you reveal yourself until the time is right, right? Like, yeah. it just, and they know, like, the the severe ridicule. Granted, it's definitely warranted. Yeah. But just think of the 
the ridicule it's like how often how often does anybody like do you go around being like being like by the way you know like i'm a professional sub like you know what i mean like go yeah. talk to somebody or being like you know what i uh i'm a dominatrix on the weekend nobody does that shit nope. because people will immediately judge you and ridicule you and then go and you're voted off the island so what you're That's- saying is uh <laughs> dominatrix and subs are nazis no, not at all. <laughs> I, I will unplug you. Um, no, but like, so, but one of the things that pisses me off is that this entire thing has actually completely killed a lot of actual valid discussion that needs to happen. Yeah. Well, it's going to be impossible to talk about it for a while. You know, because that's the thing is now it's like, you know, with these wounds fucking fresh, right? You know, people are going to talk about things like border control. And immediately what's going to happen is people are going to be like, well, Charlottesville. Yeah. Right, you, they're just gonna be like, "Well, you're a Nazi," right? You're gonna be like, "Okay, well, well, no, no, not at all." But that's and yeah. that's just gonna be the knee jerk reaction, right? You know, it, and it, it, there's things like um, I actually liked one of the things that, well, not sorry, I shouldn't say I liked. I found it interesting. Um, uh, Steve Bannon, uh, I can't remember who, like what he does for one of the Trump's motherfuckers, anyway. Um, he was talking about he's like you know the, the one of the things that's happening is that they're completely poisoning the nationalism argue, argument because a lot of people automatically go nationalist you're obviously a nazi and nationalism sounds a lot like nazism right and you know on the surface and the, but the thing is bannon was talking about economic nationalism yeah so that's things like stopping outsourcing of jobs to other countries yeah. yeah bringing your economy inward and strengthening it from inside rather than exactly on external force right which isn't inherently evil there's no, not a not bad thing no right um and bef- well you got to help your own before you help others right? exactly right and, you know and i'm all for keeping my money within my country Right. I do my best to spend my money at Canadian companies and to, you know, buy Canadian made things. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know, I try to get, you know, like the potatoes I've been buying are all from BC and the beans I've been buying are all from, I think they're from PEI and the flour I have. And, you know, like basically everything I do is comes from Canada somewhere. Right. Yeah. And I'm all for that. And that's a that's a type of nationalism. Right? It that is. It is, for sure. Um, but the thing is what's happened now is these people have completely poisoned the entire fucking concept. Yeah, right? well and again, it's gonna take time for the wound to, to cool off yeah. before you'll be able to be like, Look, put the Nazi part over here for a minute and let's have a talk. Yeah, well, and that's why I really like what uh, Philip DeFranco was saying. He was talking about, uh, you know, separate and denounce. Yeah. Right? And, like, in that's the thing. is like, white, like, not just white, but, like, supremacy, period. It has no place. No place. In any civilized society. I'm sorry, but, you know, a skin color or gender does not make you better no absolutely or more suited or worse or whatever yeah Yeah. uh you know a you know or the same thing with you know ethno-nationalism has no place in anything nothing about your skin color inherently makes you more american or more 
you know, Abs- African yeah, or more absolutely. Canadian. Nothing. Nothing about the fucking pigmentation of your flesh has anything to do with that. Right? Um, you know, it, it, it's just as dumb as people talking about like, oh, you know, if you're, if you have a certain skin color, then you can only eat certain foods and shit. Like, you and know, fuck off. it's all yeah. fucking stupid. All of it. Every facet, everywhere it's found is absolutely stupid. It has no place in any type of civilized discussion. And it actually pisses me off too, because, you know, it, it falls down into the same, like, you know, I see friends and stuff doing the whole like you know white people are inherently racist and i'm like you're racist you fucking asshole i you know like all of it you know if you're gonna tell me that black people run fast like just fuck off (laughs) like yeah i I don't fucking care i don't want to hear it right and it's sad that this shit has fucking poisoned these arguments it's the same thing like too like you know what happened in charlottesville and then now immediately after we've got fucking barcelona and what the fuck is the news gonna talk about because it's like if they talk about either one it's like okay well now they're ignoring a terrorist attack if they talk about the other okay well now they're charlottesville nazis yeah right oh it's no good there's no good (laughs) there's no no angle that there's no good angle on either on any of this they just need to split screen and do both simultaneously until yeah. they're done or that just do like we'll do 10 minutes on this one yeah. and 10 minutes on this one. so i mean you know i guess to be clear on my stance fuck nazis and supremacists mm-hmm. oh yeah also fuck islam there we go that's about where i stand on that one <laughs> fucking oh you know what it's <sighs> i don't know we're kind of we're kind of all everyone's just sort of like a hamster running on a wheel trying to just get through the day pay your bills do your shit you know what i mean like live your life and it sucks that there's people out there that don't want you to do that that want to kind of change the way you think change the way you feel make you do things um you know, and really want to hurt you for no good reason. Um, just for existing. You get a lot of that being gay, actually. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people that just sort of want you to not exist. People are also pieces of shit, though. Yeah. So, yeah. And you know what, though? Like, I, I have a, there's a friend of mine that actually used to be a white supremacist. Um, and we had actually like a good, a, a very healthy conversation of why he was before and why he is not now. And I think, I think the explanation was, um, it was an amazing conversation. It was absolutely mm-hmm. wonderful. The fact that he could, he could only openly talk about the fact that why, when he was an impressionable youth, why that side of things was alluring. And it wasn't even focused, it's almost like it was not focused on just skin color. Or it was more focused on not the fact that you should hate these people. It was more focused on the fact that you should have pride in yourself. You should be, you should be buying Canadian. You should be, you know what I mean? Like that side of things. They weren't just like, 
They weren't like, like these people are poison. A lot of what the like a lot of the like the indoctrination of like basically like his kind of initiation was the fact that they were just like be proud of your race. You know, tell people about it. Reinforce the fact it's not well, even like others are worse at don't get me wrong at first but they lure you in with the fact that it's like you're you're not necessarily better but you're fucking awesome you're a white guy like you're a white male fuck yeah look at all the stuff you can do as a white male look at you you can get any job you can get any and that's how they brought him in and, and then like they just as fucking and as an impressionable youth, you're just like, I guess I am pretty all right, aren't I? Yeah, you and want to feel good about yourself. That's yeah. what it is. Is they played directly on your own personal value, and then after that, after you're already like, you know, you dip a toe and then you had a full foot in, then they were kind of like. Then they reach out the ugly fucking skeleton hand and drag you down. What what it basically <laughs> was was kind of like, oh, you know what? I I saw this in the news the other day. There was there was someone of a different color doing something to some so, to some white people. That's that's not really right, is it? Because you know you're a pretty good guy, and you don't want these other races doing these things to you, do you? Like, I mean, you're a honest, respectable member of the community. Why would why would why would this other race do this to you? Do you do those things to those other races? No. So they're clearly terrible and you need to uh yeah. you need to promote the fact that you're a good, you know, upstanding citizen. You're a white person. And that's like and like just just listening to the sheer fact that I was just like, you know what? As like an impressionable youth like I mean you could you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still mm. a pig. Um, <laughs> uh, to put it very lightly, and I I mean, I've never bought into that bullshit. No, not even for a fucking moment. No, but I could understand why somebody might get sucked into it. How because of the way they do it, right? They don't just come right out and yep. be like, you know, other yep. races are bad. No, they fucking they tailor that shit for youth and uh, anybody that's honestly willing to like like to listen cattle sheep like, yeah, yeah anybody that's they, they can mold and fucking like like mold like clay and, you know, indoctrinate and get them on board with their shitty values, which honestly, at first they don't they don't tell you they're shitty. Right. It's like you being allergic to onions, fucking ordering a burger, and then being like, are there onions on that? Probably not. <laughs> and then you get the burger and you go, there's fucking onions on this burger. And they're like, well, that's it's the way it is now. So <laughs> maybe you're building up an immunity to onions, so maybe have another onion burger. Yeah, take it or leave it. Yeah, that, and that's honestly, once they fucking have you in, you're just you just become a robot. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's the thing is, you know, you sort of get brainwashed by it all. That's right? yeah. that's exactly what they do. It's like a slow, calculated brainwash. It's, it's a just... lot. It's a lot like a. It's a lot like a religion, really. They sort of get you in with, you know, some, you know, nice stories about being a good person and all this stuff. They 
you know, and they, they sort of prey on your insecurities, you know, they, you know, wanting to go to heaven and all that. And, you know, everyone's, everyone's insecure about, you know, what happens when you die and all that shit. Yep. And you suck them in and then before you know it, they've got their fucking, you know, skeleton hands hooked around you and they're pulling you down. Right. It's the same thing for any of these. What are you, what are you trying to say? Yeah, <laughs> with your skeleton hand tattoo. Yeah, yeah. No, it's the same thing for all of them. You know, again, all of these stupid fucking ideologies. Whether it's, you know, you fuck it. Well, again, I, I could list them again, but I've yeah. listed them several. times I think times. we're good. Right? Yeah, the, you know, the, the religion, the religion discussion, as as like a good a discussion as it is, I am going to happily save our beautiful listeners <laughs> from from another and all of us too because i'm sure we could all make a solid point well, of we've, our we've had view. the discussion exactly yeah. right if, if we've hear, had it a few if times you hear those discussions the archive of, of unfurled is up yeah. go and take a listen um but yeah no just these shitty fucking divisive ideologies man i <laughs> I, anything well, that's preaching like an us versus them, and, and I, I agree. Anything that is us versus them is not healthy. Not healthy. No, I think the I think the idea of hey everyone is kind of a nice yeah because yeah. but you know we all bleed red. We're all you know we're all weird I shaved monkeys. I bleed pink. Fuck! I was so disappointed, and I actually had to delete a tweet the other day because uh, I saw on Reddit. You know, somebody posted up this thing, and it was these protesters, and they were holding up this sign, you know, and it had a swastika in that fucking, like, circle with the cross through it, like, no Nazis. And then on the other side of the same fucking flag, it had the hammer and sickle with the cross through it again, so, like, no communists, like, no Nazis, no communists. Let's have neither of these. And I'm like, yeah, let's do that. That one. None of these things. None of them are good. Let's be neither great perfect and i was like yeah these guys have the right idea and i tweeted it and then as i'm browsing the comments i started noticing some a little bit down they're like um i'm polish and these guys are basically the polish kkk <laughs> and i was like wait what and then people i keep reading and turns out like yeah no they're like basically just the polish version of like kkk slash neo-nazis and basically, their no Nazis extends pretty much to the symbol. Wow. <laughs> oh. And I was okay. like, That's dirty never cool. mind. We're just going to delete that tweet. Mm, we're gonna, no. We're going to pull that down. Never mind. Yeah. And I'm just like, why, though? Why did that have to be terrible? <laughs> I, I, think th I think the other, I don't know, the other idea, too, is that... Um, I just want to I want to touch on like a brief conversation I had um just this last week um that there was I I think too often as well we point at the same one or two groups like I think we I think we forget that there is still There's other groups. Um, oh, there's lots, yeah. I I spoke with a I spoke with a police officer. He's now obviously uh with the Calgary Police. Uh, he used to be with the Northern Ireland police. So he used to be an officer in Ireland. Okay. Um, and honestly, like you sort of just forget because of the, I almost feel like these bigger groups are kind of like, 
I don't know, because they're the heavy hitters, like it's sort of like you forget about sometimes the mom and pop shops, right? Because you're like, yeah. I'll just go to Walmart, you know? But I mean, there might be a perfectly good So, so what you're saying is that uh, Antifa and Nazis and Unite the Right and all of those are really just the corporate overlord version of these shitty groups? Yeah, almost. Yeah. <laughs> um, watch... Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's. They're the let's corporate die. conglomerates. They they own a they they own a percentage. O- honestly, like they get the most exposure, and they become they become the focal point. Yeah. And we sometimes forget. And speaking with speaking with this amazing this amazing guy, um, and his explanation of like because I asked him, I was like, "What do you? How do you feel about being part of the Calgary Police?" And he's like, "It's it's honestly he's like it's honestly amazing." He's like compared compared to what I had to deal with in Ireland, it's amazing. And I was like, "What you had to deal with Ireland? Well, you know, like fill me in." And he was like, "He was like, well, you you know the IRA, right?" And I was like, "Oh, yeah, that's still a thing." Yeah, like the fact that he said it, and I was just like, just my brain went, "Oh yeah, there's other giant awful groups of people in the world yeah, out there." Those like, things are still in existence. But let's like let's be honest. Like, how many people were are still like walking around and being like, "Those guys are pieces of shit." Everyone's focusing because again, like the giant mega corps of the fucking awful are <laughs> sucking up all the publicity, sucking up all the, and they're being like, they're out there, they're pushing it. And like speaking with this guy about how he was like, the fact that in comparison to Ireland, like I basically described it. I was like, so the Calgary police is like a fucking holiday every day you go to work. And he's like, honestly, yes. Even <laughs> on my worst day. Wow. He said that, I got sick and tired waking up every morning and checking under my car for bombs. He said, Jesus fucking, he said, you couldn't talk to most people because you had to be careful because if you're part, if you're law enforcement, you're a sympathizer and you're an immediate target. So he's like, you can't really tell anyone like when you like, obviously if you're in uniform, but he's like, you, you got to be careful who you talk to. You got to be careful what you do. He's like, you're always looking behind your shoulder. And he said 300 fellow Irish police officers. He got to experience die. Jesus fucking oh my Christ. God. Because of attacks from the IRA. And like. And I don't want to put a I don't want to put a damper on like, you know, because I know we've talked about some pretty intense shit, but I think it's also important to note that there are many shitty people out there. And honestly, what how we're going to get through this is fucking instead of having 300 subgroups of different opinions and dividing, dividing us up into little tiny crushable groups basically mm-hmm. honestly we need to all put our shit aside fucking hold hands and hold on for the ride of our life <laughs> seriously because these fucking groups this is everyone's alienating everyone yeah and we're yeah. separating and we're weakening ourselves yep and no matter no matter what race no matter what what we've got to seriously hold hands and deal with it as a group, as a human race, not as a culture, not as a nationality, not as any of that, uh, as an opinion, fucking as the human race.
That's my shit. I think <laughs> I think I think a giant hand holding session is is in order. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> Sorry, I I, I I I will step off my soapbox now. <laughs> I think we'll leave it there. Yeah. I mean, that has been probably And I apologize. That was quite 45 on minutes to an hour. Like a good discussion. Yeah. So um, um, I think it's car time though. Definitely. Yes. yes. So what we'll do is we'll uh we'll take a break. We'll make the, the full talk things. Uh we'll swap over. Uh you won't be able to hear us, but uh we'll turn on the uh uh the false um uh today show the, the false segment today in life yeah uh but yeah we'll be back later maybe 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 <laughs> maybe good evening ladies and gentlemen my name is car and it seems that i'm just not allowed to leave for a week because every time that i do something explodes whether it's at work or some asshole driving a car through a bunch of protesters so, last week, uh, in case you have not heard and are somehow living under a rock, uh, there was a very large, uh, well, I mean, neo-Nazi protest, basically, white supremacist protest, uh, and countering a uh, Antifa protest over a statue that went horribly wrong, one of the... Uh, Alleged white supremacists went and drove his car through the crowd and hurt a fuck ton of people. And that sucks. Now, that event, though, in of itself, I, again, I mean, it's been covered to death and, and everything, so I'm, and I'm not going to go too much more into that specific incident. But, I mean, the aftermath of it's been insanely ridiculous. Um, if you are a, uh, a member of our uh, Telegram chat for Unfurled, the, the participation with us, which I do recommend because there's a lot of good little discussions that go on there sometimes. Uh, but I kind of put up a, a comic that was uh, in the National Post uh, earlier this week, uh, basically commenting on how long it took Trump to even say anything about this, let alone actually go and say racism is bad. Go figure. Uh, and joking, you know, he only really said it so that he could get his nine iron back. Uh, as far as I know, he's actually, I believe at the moment, still on vacation or just coming back from it. Anyway, the larger thing though, that I, I do, I, I have very mixed opinions of, um, is the whole reason the protest started, right? It was, it was a whole group of protesters going to say that they should tear down a monument to a Confederate general, I believe it was, or some other prominent Confederate person. Uh, in the town, in, in Charlottesville. And we kind of talked about this a little bit before, uh, a month or two ago, just after the uh, the Canada Day celebrations, uh, when I was on the on the show as a kind of full-blown. And we were talking a little bit about the whole guilt-tripping that was going on about the Canada 150 celebrations. Um, and this is kind of one of the things that's been getting me to think a little bit more about this, this whole thing with tearing down all of these statues, removing all of these monuments, uh, and everything like that. And as a historian, I am really, really torn. Now, full disclosure, full disclaimer, I am not in any way, shape, form, or interpretation condoning slavery, condoning the owning thereof, uh, condoning what the Confederacy of the United States did in trying to break away from the Union because of slavery. I think 
all of that is bad. I think that the, the Civil War sucked. I really wish that that had been something that could have been resolved in a less brutally violent matter. Uh, and, I mean, even the aftermath wasn't pretty either with basically trying to hold the country together after the actual war was won. Like, you guys had a rough go of that Civil War. It really was a pretty just brutal, just bitter fight all around. Uh, but it absolutely, but it happened. It, history happened. These people existed. These people did fight in these battles. These people, I mean, the amount of reverence I've seen in the United States for like civil war sites like Gettysburg or Fredericksville, things like that. Uh, yes, surprisingly, I do know some American history. Uh, I'm, I'll admit I am a lot more rusty on it than I am other areas of history, but I can, I, I kind of have a surface knowledge, I guess. Uh, and one of the things that made that so interesting, and this is one of the things I do find things like General Lee or General uh, Jackson such interesting figures from a historical perspective. Yes, they were slave owners. Uh, I mean, that, that was kind of just a part of the economy of the entire southern United States. But these were also both men that were decorated and uh, honored generals in the United States Army in their own right. Um these were men that uh, had, to that point, committed an enormous amount of their their lives and their effort to serving their country to that point. Uh, and I mean, again, this this and this is a, a debate that I've had before. Is this goes back to sort of one of the reasons that the Second Amendment exists was that it gives the rights of the citizens of the United States if they do feel that their rights are being unduly oppressed by the government to rise up. That is what that Second Amendment is there to enable. Uh, and that's what happened with the Civil War. I mean, again, I think their reason was bullshit. Hey, we want to own people so that we don't have to pay anybody to work our enormous fields. This sounds great. Uh, and, you know, when an entire economic model is threatened, of course, people are going to fight for it. Uh, again, slavery is bullshit. That being said, no one alive today in the United States has owned slaves or was a slave or even their parents or grandparents had or were owned as slaves. Like it just, it, the timeline has passed on that one. And while there is absolutely the, on the one hand, the argument we made that tearing down these statues is also akin to lowering the Confederate flag, which again is a weird tradition for me because I mean, again, it's a paraphernalia thing, I guess, but at the same time, like that is, that is a flag that that was that was a battle flag that you fought under for that um but i mean the thing is with, with tearing down the decision and i do not believe that i'm going to say this but trump made a few a couple of tweets the other day talking about how uh again lee jackson covering these up what's next washington or jackson or not jackson um other guy jefferson and it's just, I don't believe I'm going to say this, but I kind of agree. Like it's, it is a case of, because again, George Washington um, and several of the other, actually most of the prominent founding fathers were also all slave owners. Uh, and again, while some of them definitely expressed more abolitionist views later in their lives, or I mean, even to be convinced by other members of the cabinet that did feel like this was a terrible thing. Um, you know, they, what are you going to do? Chop down or 
carve down Mount Rushmore because Washington owns slaves? Like, take them off all of your, your money? I mean, that's a lot of money to reprint. Let's just be quite honest here. So it is one of those cases of at what point is it acceptable to continue these monuments? Because, again, it's, it's, these are not monuments to slavery. It's not like the statue of, of General Lee or, or Stonewall Jackson are there, you know, holding the reins of their horse in one hand and then the collar of a slave in the other. Like, these are monuments to the military accomplishments of these men. Um, and, again, this is one of those things that, I, as, as characters, I do find them fascinating because they were completely torn between having to show loyalty to their country or to the states that they were from. And at the time of the Civil War, the United States was far more fragmented than it was now. The, the federal government, while it absolutely had a lot of power, did not have nearly as much power over the states uh, as they do now. And the these generals, these, these men who fought for, especially in the officer corps, and again, at the time, the officer corps of the United States Army was still largely built off of men's of men of means or aristocrats or whatnot, uh, as was the British tradition before that. Um, but I mean, it's, it's these cases where these guys, their loyalties were torn between, and, and again, absolutely. Some of them may have also felt, well, if I need to fight this because then I'm going to lose my, my well-meaning, but I mean, uh, there are those who've also fought because of loyalty to their state, which is, a characteristic I can absolutely admire. And again, this goes back to my issue with this whole thing as a historian is if you start tearing down these monuments, if you start covering them up or the worst crime you can ever commit it with history, forget it ever happened, then all you're doing is setting yourself up to be repeating it. Uh, I mean, one of the frantic things going on right now with all of these, uh, white supremacist rallies or these alt-right rallies or whatever the hell you want to call them versus, you know, all these, these Antifa rallies is if you do not remember how these kinds of things have come about in other countries before, like, and I'm going to use the example of Germany because that's where these guys are drawing a lot of their symbolic inspiration, um, you are doomed to repeat it. And a lot of people are forgetting that. Now, I do not condone violence in any way, shape, or form. But you also need to defend yourself against these people because if they gain enough traction, if they gain enough ground, if they gain enough support, that is how this shit starts. And the very fact that Donald Trump has been so reluctant to call them out because the problem is that he knows, and I realize this is probably the calculation that's been going through his head, is while he's a buffoon of a governor, like as a person actually in the role of governing the country, he is still a very smart businessman. And he knows that if he starts insulting the people in his absolute core base, which is the only thing that's really holding on for him, then that's the last of his major support eroded. I mean, he's already having basically mass rebellions and mass routes within his cabinet aides left, right and center after he tried to claim that the, the left-wing protesters were just as much to blame as the right-wing protesters. And again, while this may be true or not, the, the claims he's making this and trying to basically equate neo-Nazis to not neo-Nazis, basically trying to associate anybody else on the same level of a neo-Nazi, his entire cabinet is just running as fast and as far as they can to try and disassociate, especially 
with midterms coming around next year. Because again, everyone is doing this calculation of, is Trump's endorsement going to help or hurt me? And at this point, the vast majority of the political establishment in the United States is making the hard and fast calculation of, no, this man is going to hurt my own political career. And they are backing off fast. Uh, I would be very, very surprised if a lot of the moderate states, like in the Rust Belt, like Pennsylvania, Michigan, those guys, if they stay with the Republicans because of Trump uh, in 2018, I'll be surprised uh, because things like this, this is where it's really starting to fall apart uh, just from a, a support standpoint. And Trump knows that if he insults his base too much, then he may even lose their support uh, or at least some of them. So, yeah, basically this whole thing sucks. Don't ignore history. You don't have to smash anything and everything. It's again, remember where those are coming from. Um, and again, as before, I do not fucking condone slavery. So don't anybody try and actually claim that just because I like statues and I like historical things that I'm also saying we should bring that back too. Cause I'm fucking not, um, but just something to consider. So that's all for me for today. I think I've rambled on enough about this. Uh, as always, my name is Carr. Enjoy the rest of Unfurled. Dead air. 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 Hey, Tal. Get back in your seat, fucking guy. What are you doing? I don't care. Get the fuck over here. Um, Tal. Do I look? Give a fuck how comfy you are. Uh, watch me care. Watch me. If you turn away, you're going to miss it. Oh, you did. Tap. Don't look at the ground. Oh, you know what? I cared and you just missed it. <laughs> uh, well, welcome back from the segment. Welcome back. Well, uh, that, no, ew. I don't even. Welcome. <laughs> welcome back. You know what? No. You know what? We'll just cut that. That's fine. No, no, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, we'll just we'll just edit it out. It'd be fine. Wait, you is can he edit, playing with Linux? You can uh, want to edit all you want. All right. Who's going to read the first email? Uh, do we have some? We do. We have two. Oh, you beautiful people. Oh, I don't have it set up on this computer. Well, aren't you just a fart? Well, Adam, how about you start then? All right. Uh, uh. All right. <laughs> our first wonderful email uh, is from our friend. Uh, yeah, I, I did say it right the first time. That's great. That's good news. All right. Gay Netter, the bear. You wrote in an email and you, you even like, were like, hey, this, this helps you pronounce my name. Thank you very much. But it's spelled Gay Netter. I will... It can be either. <laughs> All right. Gainiter writes, Hello, not so tender stack. It says people. I'm sorry. Well, uh, that sucks. <laughs> uh, what is it? Euro? Gyro. And, huh? Gyro, gyro. Yeah. Gyro. <laughs> Whatever. Whichever localization you want. Gyro. And Grandma's Chicken Soup. Uh, fuck you. 
Uh, don't do that. Uh, I hope this e- email finds you well. Well, I feel fine. So yeah, I'm all right. That's accurate. I think Tal's the worst for wear out of all of us. I'm pretty tired. I'm also full of strongbow. That'll do that. Yeah, that'll help with the tired. That yeah. it's sweepy juice. Um, and our friend writes, "I am writing to give you an email as required." Well, it's not required, but it's definitely encouraged. Yes. So what do you all do in your free time? Do any of you LARP or tabletop RPG? Uh-huh. This isn't even my final form. <laughs> uh, so uh, hoping you have a nice weekend. So how about we answer that question with so, a resounding yes? So what do the two of you think? Do we do, we table, do, we do tabletop RPGs? No. Nah. No, it never happens, right? I... I vaguely remember a Friday thing yeah. that was like something going on for like what? Like it's five like years. seven or eight years now. Yeah. Yeah. We've um, been going for a long fucking while. So since like your parents' basement. Yeah. I still lived with my parents. That was four years ago. So five or six years, because it was for a while. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, all three of us, plus a few others, cars included in that, uh, mm-hmm. Robocons included in that, all have been playing tabletop role-playing games for a long time. Um, I've run the majority of them. Uh, cars run a campaign. We're currently in a campaign with uh, a Doom here for Shadowrun. That's me. Yeah. But uh, So yes, we definitely play tabletop RPGs and have for quite some time. Uh, as for what else I do, um, I play a lot of computer games. I, I have a very large collection of board games. I do a lot of games. That's sort <laughs> Ga- of my thing. Games? Yeah. Games. 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 How about you, Tal? Uh, other than tabletop games, um, I actually don't play video games as much as I used to. Uh, lately, I've been fucking around with servers and stuff like that a lot more mm-hmm. uh i've done a bit of coding stuff like just bash script stuff um and uh but also movies oh my god i watch a lot of movies yeah you should do a movie review segment like a fuckload of fucking movies <laughs> um i have currently uh, like oh, no. I've seen most of my library at this point. Prepare your anus. Uh, and my, like, and by most of, I mean like probably at least eighty percent. Um, Chase. And my current movie library is at. Oh my god! I can't even like nine hundred ninety-five movies. I thought it was going to be more than that, but that's still quite a few. Yeah. But that's I mean, a lot to have watched. So, like, the check marks are ones I've seen. So, like, yep, 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 yep. So, like, just in the top row, that's four out of six, you know. Um, oh, I have seen that, and I have seen that. So, those should be there. So, that's an entire row that I've seen, you know. So, like, I've seen most of these fucking movies. And, uh, yeah. And I mean, like, most of them in the last, like, year or two. Because when I worked on Night Shift, that's all I did was watch movies. Understandably so, though, right? I was at, like, four movies a night. You got to keep your sanity somewhere, right? Like, like big time. Um, what, anything else? Um, working on the house. 
like now that I live in a house, you know, there's work to do. Yeah, like, gar- <laughs> you know, gardening, landscaping, stuff like that. More like uh, cleaning and then cleaning and Well, and getting organized after and, moving, right? Yeah. Like, it's just like a, a job moved, on its so own. So you have house. Yeah. You have to do well, things. Like, like, this was set up today. That's today. Good work. <laughs> that was today's project. So, like, well, you, you know. Well, good kid. That's all set up. You know, I, I could, uh, I could. Oh, God, the I'm camera. just. My yeah, show my the butthole just snapshot when you did that because yeah. <laughs> I just have visions of the camera. Oh, speaking of things you did today, oh, yeah. um, for those of you who have been uh, our loving patrons for a while, we want to thank you extra today. Yes, because you have actually it's your support that has led to the PC that we're using right now that uh, is streaming us exists. And yes. actually um, working well. We very, finally very went well. out. We bought a PC specifically for the purpose. And uh, uh, Tal and I got it set up and running here. And uh, he got it all tested today. And yeah, so we uh, we aren't having any of those shitty streaming issues because there's actually a dedicated PC to the purpose. Uh, Tal can go over the components. You'll, you'll hear it rattling around. He's just getting all the boxes. Um, but yeah, so... Thank you so much, because your support has made that possible for us. That's pretty amazing. Like, yeah, because otherwise we would have been still... Uh, we would have still, still been, been still figuring frame. out what to stream with. Yeah. So, we went out, and we bought ourselves uh, the uh, Ryzen 5 1600 uh, processor, which, so far from using this computer, is it's good it's fucking it's fast and zippy yeah it's fast as fuck it's great i am perfectly happy with that fucking thing and it was less than three hundred dollars sweet canadian it was yeah, like for the processor it was like five fucking dollars us <laughs> um you know so uh yeah it was less than 300 bucks canadian um for the processor which you know we got it on a pretty good deal uh we just threw in a little piece of shit video card because yeah, apparently GeForce Seven Ten. Yeah, the GeForce GT Seven Ten. It's literally a low end just to give it video processing power. Yeah, passively cooled. Because unfortunately, the apparently the Ryzen fives don't actually have a uh, graphics processor yeah, built in. Uh, well, the thing is, that's oh, only weird. for the threes. Yeah, like the really low end ones that that has it. So we just have a little piece of shit gt710 in there just you know because yep uh actually well actually we got this one specifically because it was like 45 bucks and it supports uh nv encoder yeah nvnc yeah so for the uh if we needed it we have hardware encoding uh built into the streaming computer and then we have this we actually managed to get an asus board for 80 bucks oh wow Yeah, it was cheap uh, so there's an Asus Prime A320MK. You know, it's got, you know, it, it's all solid state capacitors, everything, you know. Uh, like, it's a nothing special board, you know. No, but we didn't need anything too crazy no. considering what we were doing with it. Like, basically, it's just got your standard audio out, and then, like, for some reason, fucking, I hate gamers. Um, because they're keeping the fucking PS2 port alive. 
Oh, fuck, yeah. Fucking why? Because digital's too slow, apparently. I don't know. I am sorry, but fucking two gigahertz polling? You're not noticing that goddamn lag. Oh, but I am. Like. But I am. Jesus. You can't tell me I'm not. Sorry. uh, Sorry. Thousand hertz polling. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, so fuck's sake. You know that? And they're like, oh, I need N key rollover. I'm like, whenever have you pressed your entire fucking keyboard? (laughs) Yeah. Like on purpose. Ever. When has it ever been useful to you? You play fucking league. You use four goddamn keys. Ever. More than that. For league? No. Four. There's, well, maybe eight. Eight. Yeah, I would say eight, arguably, because you need your four movement and your four. Well, your movement's all done. I guess you click, yeah. That's true. Click. Yeah, so far. Well, the thing is, the eight's only like for like emotes and shit. Yep. Hey. If you can't fucking taunt, you are not playing it right. Like, for fuck's sake, you know, or like, you know, there's other ones that are like, oh, you might have to move and jump and crouch. And then like, you don't run jump crouch all the time. Some other thing at the same time. And that's still like four keys. You're never fucking pressing more than like three keys at a time. Rumpouch. Like, yeah. Uh, but it is N key roll. But yeah, so it it's a decent board. Yeah. It does what we need it to do. And uh yeah. you guys it's got all the shit we needed because it's got the uh you know, it's got like the surge protection and over voltage protection. It's got really good V regs in it and stuff. It's ASIS too, so it's got like the decent capacitors. So this is a pretty stable board, yeah, which is what I wanted it for. So you guys paid for that and we super appreciate it yeah that's amazing. again your your stream today and the quality that it's in is all because of that so all because yeah. you're all beautiful I, I do have a request for our our loyal listeners and like any good computer it needs a name and i think our listeners should name it okay i think you guys should send us in ideas and we'll we'll read through them and either poll or decide something like that so that's a fantastic idea but yeah so thank you very much for that Thank you so much. You're beautiful. Oh my god! Now the chat's oh. talking about Hall Effect sensor key switches yes. and shit. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> once you've gone Cherry MX, like <laughs> that's about as good as you're gonna get. I mean, at that point, it's not the tool; it's the gamer. Ah, oh. <laughs> them fighting you, words. Yeah, you just you're did picking a thing. A fight. You just did a thing. Um. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, go I was going to start the next email, so... Oh, okay, I just wanted to finish it up, so... Um, uh, yeah, I also, too, uh, tabletop game, uh, I draw and paint, uh, play video games, um, and pretty much just do... Just do kind of, you know, your regular average stuff. But thank you very much, uh, Gay Netter, for writing in. The Bear from Western Wisconsin. Yeah, thank you thanks, so Gay much. We, uh, we appreciate that. I don't. Uh, well, then you can get off this <laughs> podcast. Piece of shit. <laughs> Um, shall I read the next one? Oh, absolutely. The okay. one from Pidget? Yeah, Dr. Dr. Pidget. All right, this one is titled Swear Jar. Oh. And it's a story. This is a narrative email. Okay. So a bull, a griffin, a weasel, a goat, and a fulf record a podcast. Recognizing the bizarrity of, this, of the situation, they logically conclude uh, that 
They logically conclude that they are the subjects of an S9 joke. I mean, we are. Understanding that all jokes inevitably end, they are suddenly gripped with a spasm of existential dread, knowing that in mere seconds, the punchline will arrive and they will lose their purpose. Ow. Um, they will suffer a catastrophic fate known by few and told by none. Uh, that they were more comic, or that they were mere comic, comic fiction. Worse than dead, they never were. In a mad rush to escape... <laughs> This uh, is some fucking like existential failure. Yeah. Uh, Roland opens their email inbox, hoping to read uh, this very email and thereby collapse into safety of infinite recursion. That that's actually like painfully deep. This, this uh, is so you should write for uh, you should write for Ghost in the Shell. You should write anime. Uh, but it is for naught. Cleverly engineered, the email's true message is codified into a metafictitious story, thereby foiling their, their escape. The email reads thusly. <laughs> oh my god. If you implement a swear jar in the next episode and promise to give the money to a non-political charity, I will match the donation. For the sake of creativity, no fake swear may, may be used more than once. Uh, signed, Damon P. Day. Or P. J. However that's pronounced. Tao responds, that's bullcrap. Vox says free speech extends to swear birds. I I don't know what a swear bird is. You. You're a swear bird. Am I? Roland says we ought to weasel out of this one. Oh, oh my god. Car foams at the mouth. The the pain he convulses gently. Realizing what they have done, the group is shocked into dead into a dead stupor. Four have spoken, but only one remains. They look terrified at a doom. Don't do it, they plead. The moment you speak, we die. He <laughs> oh nods readily, but the might of a thousand thoughts crashes against his lips. He wants so desperately to speak, it hurts. He can't do it. The words slip out, and uh, completely accidental. Ah, damn it. <laughs> Silence. Tal lifts an arm hesitantly, ensuring he still exists. It's still there. He's still there. They're alive. Uh, there weren't going to, they weren't going to die after all. Their paranoia ended in a brief and beautiful anticlimax. They are filled with a renewed vigor and zest and appreciation of life. And after and after trading a respectable number of tearful bro hugs, the group decides to continue on with the podcast. Adam calls everyone's attention together so they can get ready, or so they can read the next news story. So. Where do we go from here? I ah, uh, that was amazing. Bravo! Uh, Absolutely, I, bravo! Admit, I enjoyed reading that a lot. Oh, that was amazing! No, that was awesome. And I'll tell you right now, Th that that story was like existential saw. Almost, yeah, it hurt. I I will say this right now, without a single doubt in my mind, if we end up in a situation that is life or death, and it's on the edge of a knife. And there's an absolute certainty that's going to have to go one way or other. Adam will be the one who makes that decision. <laughs> <laughs> it will be his fault one way or the other. Oh, uh, that's, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Right. Adam is the guy in Ghostbusters who, when told, think of nothing, thinks of something. <laughs> the tape of Marshmallow Man. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's, uh, that's, pretty, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Adam, instead of a Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, it'll just be zombie, zombie rock and roll bands forever. 
Oh, I. That could be some awful shit, depending on what day it is. Could be. Could be Frankenstein wrong. girls. All right. Well, Probably. we've been going on a while, and our episodes have been averaging about two hours the last little bit. So, why don't we wrap up and go home? Yep. Uh, we would like to thank uh, Omari and Screen Fox, thank, uh, thank respectfully, you, thank you. Thank you. for the uh, uh, logo and logo and music, respectfully. Thank you very much, respectively, um, respectively, whatever, whichever. Shut up, I like Strongbow. Uh, thank you very much to all of our listeners for tuning in. If you have any comments, questions, criticisms, anything like that, you can go to our website, unfurled.net, where there is a contact form there waiting for you. Also, there are links to our Telegram chat that you can join, or if you're not into two-way communication because you're that socially awkward, you can always join our <laughs> one <laughs> our one-way Telegram uh, announcement channel. Uh, not judging, just, you know, we... Uh, you know, we cater to all types here. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, uh, even if you're a scumbag, we still... <laughs> yeah. uh, no, just socially I'm awkward. Just, not a, I'm just bugging. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, and also our Twitter's up there, YouTube channel, all that. If you're watching on YouTube right now, be sure to do the whole uh, like, comment, and subscribe thing because like, it helps our numbers and, and all that. Blah. And our helping our numbers helps us grow as a channel thing you know uh and i do read all the comments so you know i, I get emails for them so i read them yep uh other than that if you don't like online contact forms or if your phone's being a fuck bag uh because you know phones will do that with online forms fuck bag. uh you can always send us an email directly and their email address is us at unfurled.net again that's us at unfurled.net uh, also, we'd like to give a very, 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 very special shout out to all of our patrons. Yes, thank, thank you, you so, much. so much. Who, thanks to whom, we currently have a dedicated streaming computer, which for this stream has worked fucking flawlessly. Yeah. It's the newest piece of equipment we have, and it has worked the best so far. Yeah. So it's pretty fucking great. Uh, and it's just going to sit under that desk, unmoving. And be there streaming things. Unmoving, unrelenting. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, uh, so like, you know, like I said, or, well, we have said many times before, uh, you know, every dollar, uh, every penny, fucking, it helps. You know, you, you don't feel bad if it's like, you know, we've had some people apologize, like, I'm sorry, I can't, you know, do fucking no, don't be ridiculous sorry. amounts of money. Don't be yeah, no. sorry at all. It, like, you are already. Your $1 is miles above what we would expect, and it means so, so much yeah. to us that you are willing to, to support us in that way. Yeah. So, and, you know, everything we do, we, you know, we've been saving up that money from the Patreon to specifically buy hardware to try to make the experience better for you guys. You know, that's really all we want to do is we want to make everything better for you guys. So, yeah, we now have a better streaming hardware and yep. all that. So it's all good to go. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, you know, have a good night and enjoy and all that. Oh, and then there's that thing that Carr keeps saying we need to do in all our episodes that we stopped doing. So I guess I'm Vox. I'm Tal. And I'm a Doom. How's and that? good night. Oh yeah, we totally did stop that, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. We haven't yeah. done it for a while. Well, all right. Okay. Goodbye. Oh. <laughs> also, I don't feel like torturing you fucks tonight. I'm feeling... I'm feeling generous. <laughs> so, uh, robot voice. I like it. That's okay. You keep going with that.
And as usual, our beautiful, beautiful fans, we love you. We'll miss you. And Boomer Frogzilla. <laughs> <laughs>